Hey, B. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? Always. What's the one thing when we travel that we always make sure we find? Oh, coffee. You know, bad coffee makes my brain angry. And we've been a lot of places. We've had a lot of coffee. But when we're home, there's only one place that we get coffee from. Yeah. Hacienda Real in Costa Rica. We found this place when we were in Costa Rica a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's a micro roastery using only Costa Rican beans. Their blend is a mix of Arabica and Peaberry. And if you don't know about Peaberry, you need to find out about it because mm. it is amazing. It takes all the bitterness out. All the bitterness out. And we place orders and it's shipped directly to our door. You can get light, medium, or dark roast. You can get ground. You can get whole bean. And it is roasted to order. So there is a date stamped on your coffee so you know when it was roasted and bagged. It's good for a year after you order it. And it is the best coffee that we have ever had. So click the link in our show notes or go to goldenbean.net and use the offer code COFCHR20 for 10% off your order. Hacienda Real. Keep your brain happy. Hey, Dante. Hey, B. Looking pretty smart in your undies. Thanks. I've been doing my deads. <laughs> oh, I can see that. But it's not just what's in them. It's what's on them. But yeah, I got on my smart ass undies. They're not just super comfy. They've got cheeky motivations on them that keep me in the right state of mind. Oh yeah, like we could all use a little brain lift these days, am I right? They're also lovingly made from sustainable, low impact materials. So we can love the planet and cover our asses all at the same time. Motivate your ass with smart ass undies. Click the link in the show notes or on the things we love page on our website. And remember to enter the discount code CHEATINGONFEAR10 for 10% off your order. Smartass undies. Cheeky and comfy. Hey everyone, this is Dante. And I'm Beatrice. And this is Cheating on Fear. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. (laughs) So, this was an interesting week. It was an interesting week. Why was it so interesting? You and I went back to the theater. You've been back with your kids, but... Once. Oh, it's just once? Just once. I went back to the movie theater after not being there. The last time we went to see a movie was December 2019. We went to see Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, the last of the nine Star Wars movies. Yeah, (laughs) that was a bit... Yeah, Yeah, it was crazy. And I saw you kind of chuckle to yourself. Because right before the movie started, I was like, why is it so loud? And you just <laughs> laughed like, this is how movie theaters are. Yeah. But why were we there? We were there at the movies to see what brought Beatrice back to the movies <laughs> after a two plus year hiatus. And I was like, not interested in going back to the movie theater. No, no because we- my house has a big screen 4K television and surround sound. And we can we can replicate a lot of the movie experience here. And do away with a lot of the things that we don't like mm-hmm. about movie theaters. Namely, other people. Other people. Sticky floors. Yeah. Disgusting, overpriced concessions. Mm-hmm. And waiting in line to validate your parking. We get so excited. It's like, oh, they sell alcohol here now. You know where always they sold alcohol? My bar fridge has always had alcohol <laughs> 
for the movies. We don't even drink alcohol anymore very much. No, yeah, this is how we're like little babes in the woods again. I know. Like everything is like wow. And we asked, we asked the concession lady like, "Wow, when when did you guys start?" Oh, well, you know, during lockdowns we started it and and so we're ready when it opened. Like is it like do you sell a lot of it? Well, you know, when Downton Abbey was playing, we sold a ton of alcohol. <laughs> But big action movies, not so much. And I not was like, so much. is it because people are trying to drug themselves to get through Downton Abbey or because it's just a bunch oh of... Oh my God, you're going to you're gonna piss off a lot of Downton oh, Abbey. Oh, right. Sorry. Big okay. episode. Somebody stole a spoon. Although I'm sure there's not much of a Venn diagram between people who listen to us and people who watch Downton Abbey. Well, I guess we'll find if out there in the are, comments. If there are crossovers, we'll see. Yeah, reach out. So anyways, we were at the movie theater to see... Maverick. Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. Technically Top Gun 2. But it doesn't say that anywhere. I said doesn't. that to people and they all knew what I was talking about, but it's not called Top Gun 2. Anyway, our next episode is going to be unpacking Maverick. So you have the next couple of weeks to see it. go and see Maverick. Also, if you haven't, it's a very good idea. Go and see the first one again. It's on streaming services. They did a really good job of... If you hadn't seen the first one, you would you would have been okay. You would have been okay. Yeah. Like you you get the idea. But there's a nostalgia factor when Man, you if when you, you've seen the first one. There's so much in the second one that just makes you go, oh yes, oh this yes. Is exactly- you, it, it was so satisfying. Yeah. It was a tasty morsel of yeah. a movie. If you were around and conscious in 1986 and you were able to see the first one, or Saw it on a streaming service, yep. you know, lately, which we did rewatch it for that reason because we, we were going to go see it. I actually bought it because we don't have Paramount Plus. I mean, we have Paramount Plus here in Canada, mm-hmm. but I don't have a subscription to it. And I get so much fun out of watching Top Gun anyways. So I was like, it's worth it for mm-hmm. me to just buy the movie mm-hmm. and have, it, have a, a 4K digital version of it. They did a really good job. Like, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But please, go, like, go see if, if you enjoyed the first one go out and see the second one it's mm-hmm. it they do an excellent job but i don't want to give any other than that they do an excellent job i don't want yeah, to give no, anything away no, no, because no. i want you to go into the movie the way we did with no expectations yeah other than hearing a lot of people and a lot of critics yeah. going yeah it's good it's really good like, yeah surprisingly i didn't want to like it but i did and that's it i didn't know anything about i i, I stayed away from the plot the trailers are really good about not giving much away no, about what the don't. plot is no. just giving you the visuals to give you a flavor of what's mm-hmm. going on but yeah no really well done yeah so that's a little preview there, yep. there's a lot to unpack with it though so often we start an episode and it's like we're going to talk about this and if you haven't seen it stock the episode and go yeah. so now we're, we're going to give you, you we're going to give you some advanced warning that yep. we're going to be yep. covering that but this week Yes, yeah, so this week we're talking about one of the six basic human emotions. Do you know what the six basic human emotions are? Sloth. No, gluttony, that, those greed. are the seven deadly sins. Oh, sorry. No, I, would, I don't know. See, and that that is that is unsurprising <laughs> that you are more familiar with the sins than the emotions. <laughs> you're really good up. You're really like up on your sins. <laughs> so tell me then, what are the six basic okay, emotions? So we have anger. Okay, is that number one? Or just in no particular order? In no particular Got order. It. Got it. Who's number one? Who's number one? Jay. Jay-Z? Jay-Z? All right. That's cool. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of funny. We should talk about anger another day because when men talk about how emotional women are, and it's like, did y'all forget that anger is an emotion? Yeah. Y'all get angry all the time. So that is an emotion. Yes. Uh, contrary to popular belief in the red pill community, anger uh-huh. is an emotion, uh-huh. in fact. Surprise is an emotion. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was a state of being. <laughs> Who wants to live any <laughs> for an extended period? 
Just Imagine if you throw somebody a surprise party and they're like that the ev- whole time. Everything is like, oh, 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 wow, oh, oh, what, what? Okay. Fear okay. is an emotion. Yep. So far, not so positive, these emotions here. I think surprise is a good emotion. No? Okay. All right. I hope. And anger hope, is useful. Yeah, but it's not super positive, though. Sometimes it can drive you to do oh, important things. Do you want to be described as an angry person? I already am. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Enjoyment. Okay. Better. Or joy, I okay. guess. Okay, all right, yeah. Are you starting? They, they to both s- have joy in in the in the word. Yeah, sadness. Oh, sadness. I'm surprised. You know what? I'm a little surprised with you because you've told me a bunch of times how I should see inside out. Yes. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? I don't know. Where were you going with the inside out thing about the emotions oh. and stuff? Oh, because you you seem surprised at all the emotions. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, what's another one? But you've seen Inside Out, and you would talk about it all the time. Aren't the little people like named after emotions? Yeah, can like, I name? Can I name the emotions? No, you okay. can't. No, <laughs> no, because I'm naming them. Okay. So we have anger, surprise, fear, enjoyment, sadness, and the last one, which is one that I want to talk about today, is disgust. Okay. Yes. There's a lot of negative emotions in there. Yeah. You've got it, surprise and enjoyment. And enjoyment. Those are the only positive ones. Right. You know what? That's interesting that you say that. I've never really thought about that before. You think about that there's but really, are there any other positive human emotions that you can think of? Lust? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that's enjoyment. <laughs> oh, so just enjoyment is everything? I guess. Clearly. So But anger has to be divided up into nine hundred emotions. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of different types of anger, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Like everything from like road rage to... So disgust. Okay. So psychologist Paul Rosen believed that disgust operates as a foreshadowing of our own deaths. Ooh, I know. I'm so disgusted we, by that. Yeah. So we tend to avoid things that disgust us. Okay. Right? There's also been some suggestion that it's social. Disgust is social. Okay. And we, we share our disgusts. In order to get them validated. So you ever done this where you taste something and it's so gross and you go, ew, taste this. This is, ew, that's disgusting. Taste this. Here, it, yeah. Just like. And, and you're like, why would I want that? You've not sold that at all. Thank you. Yeah. No. Or that, this smells gross. Ew, this smells gross. Here, you smell that. And sometimes it's like, you just want another person to go, oh, you're right. That is disgusting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if they say, no, it's fine. Like, what's right? You're like, what? You seem so, you feel so betrayed. Like cilantro. Yeah, I always thought that was cool that, that there's like half the, is it half the population? Something like that. It's There's a genetic marker for it. You either find cilantro delicious or absolutely horrifying. Or it tastes like soap yeah. to them. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a cilantro person? I love cilantro. So yeah, I me guess too. it doesn't taste, but I also love Thrills Gum, which which actually markets itself that as tasting like soap. Like so soap. I don't know. Maybe, That's maybe, the marketing that it tastes like soap? Oh, it's on the packaging now. They're not hiding that it tastes like soap. I don't think they were at the beginning, though. They're just doing that because everybody says that, that it I, tastes I like guess, soap. I guess, yeah. But So, I don't know. Maybe cilantro does As taste like soap As someone who actually ate soap, I could... I've never actually eaten soap. I have. Just gum that tastes like it. I ate soap by accident because I like thought it Trevor was candy. Like Trevor Noah and the Uber Eats uh, commercials? But See, that that disgusts me. That's yeah. disgusting to watch. But see, but people like that. There's there, We think it's a negative, a negative emotion, but right. we get drawn to it, right? Right, right. There also may be an evolutionary purpose to it. And okay. I thought this was kind of interesting because when we t- think about food and stuff like that, if we taste or smell something really disgusting, like back before everything was packaged and sold to us with a best before date, yeah, if we ate something that was off, it could kill us, it right? Could, or, yeah. or make us really sick. And so your brain kind of remembers that and doesn't 
allow you to go back. And everybody has a food like that. Like, what's your thing that you ate and made you fucking sick and you won't eat it now? Do you have one of those things? Uh, not a food. No? I have a drink. You have a drink that you yes. won't do that? What's yes. that? Yes, tequila. So you'll never do tequila again? I mean, I, I, I mean I'm going to do it again. But there was a long, there were like two decades of my life where I was like, I'm not. You no. don't have a food that made you throw up as a kid and you won't eat it now? Or it makes you not nauseated to look at no, it? No, it would have been Brussels sprouts. But then I started making those like maple bacon whiskey Brussels sprouts at, at the holidays. And now I love Brussels sprouts again. They're like tiny little bit cabbages. Delicious. Baby cabbages. Yeah. I feel like there's a branding problem with Brussels sprouts. Like if they would just call them baby cabbages. Well, see, I grew up in the north, the north of Canada, like the far, far north of Canada mm-hmm. where we have 24-hour sun and vegetables would grow in that short growing season. Vegetables would grow really, really well. And my mother would grow these vegetables and then we would eat them, you know, when they were ripe. And I'm not even kidding you. The Brussels sprouts would grow the size of your fist. Like they were, you, they were like <laughs> apples that you had to that, eat. That is, inter- that is terrifying. And, and this is before, like, and these are just like boiled, okay? Yeah. They weren't like, sliced to get some of the bitterness out they weren't marinated with some kind of delicious sauce it was just boiled brussels sprout and the size like three of them the size of my fist each and it was this kind of like eat this or you're not leaving the table kind of stuff and i it was this battle of will wills where like you know you're sitting there for hours and hours and hours and then finally you know my mom gives up on it puts them in a bag throws them in the fridge fucking breakfast the next morning out come the brussels sprouts and it would be this thing oh wow yeah that so that would have been my food but then i discovered a new way to make them and they were delicious all over again what's yours bugles like the corn chip bugles yeah those are delicious no, they're disgusting. Don't ever show them to me. Don't show them. What to if me. I got you the the, no. the you know the, like the unwrapped nope. bugles that are like the corn no. chips? No, you can't do corn chips. No, bugles are different. Bugles are different. They're they're ridged. Yeah, and they're lighter for your than, pleasure. Then then <laughs> I didn't say ribbed. <laughs> see see how good you are at sin. You see how that is? see what, what you're like naturally. To see me. how you are. It's a mouth made for sin, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> i can eat like those little frito-lay corn chips i can eat those yeah 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 but those they're, are they're just unwrapped bugles no they're not don't say that to me no <laughs> i was six years old and we had a box for some reason and i ate ate them and 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 then i was violently ill Oof. and i have never i can't even look at them in the grocery store like in the wow. box i can't even look at a box that's like Whoa. wow no, no, okay no. Whoa. Whoa. And a lot of people have a food like that where it made them ridiculously sick and now they can't eat it. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in in nature that if you eat and you die from it, there's good reason why you don't want to keep going back and eating that. I mean, you're dead. But like the other people in your your, your group are like, wow, Dante died from eating this shit. Maybe we won't eat that again. Yeah, maybe we should avoid it. And oftentimes a lot of the things that are extremely dangerous have those kind of bitter, nasty tastes to discourage you to do that. Like almonds are cyanide until you bake them. If you try or roast them, them, sorry, if you try and eat a raw almond, you will die. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. But it's a protective, I mean, it's protective for the plant. It is. It's so that the seeds can get distributed properly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So sometimes you feel disgust for a person. Mm. And very recently it's come up. It's kind of interesting. You know, I'm sure you find as an anthropologist, and we knew this was going to happen, but a lot of, we're sort of experiencing some of the fallout from the pandemic now. Things are starting to emerge and it's interesting to watch people and how things are shaking out and some of the issues that are coming up. 
And so there's been a resurgence of something called the ick. Right. The pandemic was kind of like an extended cuffing season. <laughs> That's and, true. And now or, it's over. Or, and, or, or people were in isolation. Right. Right. And they didn't have to they didn't have to deal with right. other people's idiosyncrasies. Right. They didn't have yeah. to deal with people's gross habits. Like even okay. So the theater that we went to is really cool because there's an app and we can pick our seats. Yeah, no more showing up an hour before the movie so you get the good seats. No, 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 no. You just you, r- no, rock up you, right at showtime. Right. And just your seats and are assigned. And there recliners and there are little love seats. They're great. Yeah, it's great. And we had our pick because, you know, I plan for a living. So we picked our seats like five, five days. days before. Yeah. And we picked two seats dead center in the middle yeah. of the theater. So by the time we got there, I was 40 like... 40 minutes early. <laughs> We just ran out of stuff to do. <laughs> I was like, I'm wondering, I'm curious how many people are going to be here tonight. And so I went back into the seat map and there were people, there was two people that had booked seats on the left side of us and two people that had booked seats on the right side of us. The theater we wasn't like, full. What the fuck, bro? It's like, this is what I hear. It's like you being in the men's washroom and somebody rocking up, like when there's nobody else there and rocking up right to the urinal next to you. Yeah, unnecessary. It not, it's not done. No. It's not done. So because there was no one else in the theater, we rebooked our seats for two rows back yeah. and just moved back. And, and that row no was entirely empty. Entirely empty. You're welcome, people in row G. Yeah. <laughs> gave you space in between. And they and both both the couples that were there looked like they would have been fucking annoying. Oh, they were annoying from two rows back. Yeah. Never mind, mm-hmm. right in the middle. Yeah, no. So the ick is when you experience something from another person, usually someone that you're dating. Okay. And that's it for you. It's 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 being completely disgusted and turned off by someone that you were previously super into. Do you know when this seems to be like the resurgence of this ick factor, it seems to be a fairly recent development. Mm-hmm. And the very first sort of indication of the ick factor that I saw mm. in media uh-huh. was Machine Gun Kelly and, and uh, oh. Megan Fox. <laughs> there has been this like rash of videos on like red carpets and, and events and stuff like that where she is just done with him. <laughs> Body language, facial expression, mm-hmm. the miles of distance mm-hmm. between he'll try and put his arm around her waist and she just finally like slips it Curves off. Curves a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were hot and heavy for what, couple 18 years. months, yeah. couple years. They're kind engaged of the, now. Kind of the pandemic sort of timeline. Yeah. It's very clear that she is turned off by him. Like if she's she doesn't all have done. the ick factor, he has dug a hole so deep. I don't know what yeah. the fuck he's done to make her I don't know, man. Yeah. What did I don't know what she did, but... No. I don't know if there's any coming back from that. And this is Megan motherfucking Fox, man. Like, oh man, I know. She's gorgeous, but what? Tiny thumbs. <laughs> you just made tiny thumbs. What does that mean? What does tiny thumbs mean? Look up a picture of her hands. You'll see what I mean. No, I know what you mean. It looks like she's missing a knuckle. Okay. So you wouldn't fuck Megan Fox because she has tiny thumbs? I mean, if she was wearing mittens, maybe. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> You're so full of shit. You know what? I... <laughs> If I was if I was a, a pettier kind of person, I would say that you are ick proof. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe you can deal with a, a, a high level of disgust. Yeah, probably. That's <laughs> probably not far from the truth. <laughs> 
So the first time I ever heard, and this is why we're calling the episode The Ick Factor, I remember an episode of Friends mm. where Monica is dating a younger man. Ooh, and uh, they they were teasing her a little a, a little bit about it. They're, are you seeing young Ethan? Oh. And then they ask, how young is Ethan? And she's like, he's our age. And, they, and Chandler says, when we were. <laughs> and she said, he's a senior in college. And I told him I was 22. And she's 26. Right. So she lied to Ethan. She lied to young Ethan. So that would make him what? A senior in college is about 21, Yeah, 22, about that. Right? 21, 22, yeah. something yeah. like that, yeah. So he comes to her place and they have a glass of wine and they're hanging out on the couch and she asks him if he'd like to stay over. And he says, sure, but he felt that she should know something about him is that he was a virgin. <laughs> and she's like, okay. And she's, you can see in her head, she's excited. Like, here's this guy. He's a senior in college. He's a virgin. She doesn't have to worry about stuff. And mm-mm. so they sleep together. Why, why are you shaking your head? I know we, we did the STI one last week, but... Well, there's a couple of things going on here. She could get pregnant. She could get pregnant, but that's, yeah. She might be on the pill, but anyway. S- senior in college, right? Yeah. So they sleep together. And she says... <laughs> actually, it's funny because after they sleep together, he is so... He's so... Blo- he's like, wow. Oh my God. Like, I never... Like, you read about it. You hear about it. You try it on your own, but it is not the same as when, yeah, no. And I'm sure you can attest to that, Mm -hmm, that, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Even when you're doing it by yourself, it's just not the same. I mean, it's fun. Yeah. But but no, yeah, no. So she says, okay, you know what? You told me something really personal about yourself and I should probably tell you I'm a little older than I originally said. And he was like, okay. And she's like, I'm not 22. I'm actually 25. And 13 months. <laughs> and he's like, okay, like, that's no problem. Right, we can deal with that. And she's like, okay, good. Like, whew, I feel better. Like, cool. Yeah, now we can move on. I just took your virginity. And he says, well, you know, like, since we're sharing things, I have another one for you. And she's like, oh, my God, please don't tell me you're married with kids. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm a little younger yeah. than I said. And she was like, so you're not a senior? And he goes, oh, I'm a senior. I'm a senior. In high school. Oof. Oof. Yeah. So she's 26 and he's 17. Like 17, yeah. Eee, not technically Now an adult. she's a felon. Yeah. Yeah, that's statutory rape, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And she immediately gets the ick. Yeah. Like she does this. <laughs> yeah, that's, you no. Know, no, no, no. How would you feel about that if you found out? Never mind. Never mind, no, sinner. You know what? You I'm know just going to move forward. I always, I, I've told you this before, but I always, I always worry that when I'm looking at porn, I'm going to come across somebody that I know or am related to. Someone that you know? Yeah. Or that you're related to. Or that to. I'm related to. <laughs> so... Suffice it to say, it's pro- you're not you're probably not worried about seeing your mom. No, no. <laughs> okay. And then, and then there's like this thought experiment. Like, at what point when you realize, like, <laughs> do you just finish? Do you change the channel? I think that's when we establish whether you're ick proof or not. I I feel like I, I I think that could be the chink in my ick proof armor. I think so. The chink in your ick proof armor could be. 
accidentally you, jerking you off. Really, you really know how to turn a phrase, you know? <laughs> accidentally jerking off to somebody I know. <laughs> that is related to you. That is potentially related to me. Because I feel like... It hasn't happened yet. I, I feel mean, like there's a lot of people that you know that you wouldn't have a problem jerking off to. No, that's you true. You probably do that already in your head. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe. Like in the Spank Bank. Don't look at me like that. You can't just <laughs> offer something like that and then I agree and you go, Really? <laughs> Well, I mean, not too long ago, there were some photos of a person that you knew that you were related to, and you were like, I don't want to see this. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I feel like you wouldn't get too far afield of... Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, they don't always, like, introduce with a bio everybody who's in the video. Sometimes, like, you know, shit could be happening, and then all of a sudden, like, a face turns around, you go, ah! I've seen porn where, like, there's no faces at all. I know, and I, I have mixed feelings about that. <laughs> Because then I could, I feel like I could have been doing something that I shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> I need verification. Okay. You need to make sure it's not anyone that you're related to. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. I don't have those fears. You're not worried about anybody you're related to showing up in porn? No. No? Not at all. No. So there was also an instance on Sex and the City where Carrie is dating the Russian, Mikhail Baryshnikov's mm-hmm. character. Season and, six? Yes, the final season. Mm-hmm. She's dating... Alexander Petrovsky. Mm-hmm. And he is very old world Russian, right? So he like reads poetry out loud to her. He writes songs for her, like writes piano pieces for her. Mm-hmm. All this, you know, I think he calls, there's a composition that he puts together called The Woman with the Eyes That Sparkle. But it sounds so much better in French. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he speaks French as well. And her friends, especially Miranda, are like, Ick. Yeah, gross. Gross. You live in the 20th century or the 21st century mm-hmm. in New York. Can you not? Can you not? I, uh, somebody I dated. Ooh. There, they had a boyfriend before who learned how to play the song More Than Words yes. on guitar. Great song. And told her that. Hey, I just wrote this song for you. <gasps> he did not. <laughs> yes. Did she buy it or did she recognize she, the song? She did because then I know this to be true because then the song came on the radio <laughs> and she realized it was all a big fat lie. Oh my God. Yeah. Do I know this person? You do know this person. Who is it? I'll tell you later. By the way, that song is all about like, if you love me, you should fuck me. You know that, right? Yeah. And she didn't. This is not a new concept, but no, it is enjoying a renaissance. Sure. It's in the zeitgeist right now. Do you think that our post-pandemic dating selves are so shallow and so picky and so worried about making a mistake? Do you think we're inventing these things? Do you think we're inventing ick? I think that not just through the pandemic, but kind of magnified by the pandemic that a lot of our social interactions are initiated based on very shallow characteristics because because we've been living our lives over social media Mm -hmm. and behind screens yeah where dating apps are pretty much the main way that the vast majority of people meet these days Mm -hmm. a lot less in bars and things like that. But then during the pandemic, it was the only way to meet people because we were all in our houses, right? And so I think, yeah, 
the danger with anything that is based on a set of very superficial characteristics of which you've created most of them in your mind, the reality is rarely going to live up to the expectation that's been created right? as you build up to actually meeting that person in, in real life. We're, we're in the middle of the latest season of 90 Day Fiance right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding more than ever, all of these couples are having a really, really horrible time dealing with the in-person, real-life type of scenario mm-hmm. of being in a relationship where... Yeah, it's been this perfect online vacation. Yeah. Like these relationships that take place on vacation for the yeah, most part. Like Patrick and Thais. Yeah, like when you live in another country and you're going to see that person or that or that person is coming to see you, it's a highlight reel just just yeah. like social media, yeah, right? Cuz you can do anything for a week or a couple of weeks yeah. at a time be on your best behavior. But then when you see where and how people live, and what they're actually like, like this fucking Bilal piece of shit that has mm. like OCD and yeah. everything is a lecture and yeah. everything is a shit test. And it's like, this guy is a fucking asshole. Yeah. But I really like Patrick, actually. I feel like he has really... I'm rooting of all the couples. Yeah. The Patrick and, and uh, Thais storyline is the one I'm hoping yeah. comes to fruition. Because yeah. 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 he's this meathead of a of an American kind of frat boy. I have to admit, I judged him too harshly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, when he comes out and he's like, you know, I used to be a professional bodybuilder and then, you know, I used steroids and got caught and so now I can't be a bodybuilder anymore. He was a power lifter, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a power lifter, yeah. 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 But he learned Portuguese to be with this woman. To be with this woman. That never happens. And he's smart, though. He's smart. He is smart. Very, very smart. Because that relationship is going to get a heck of a lot better if he can communicate with her. And he does. And he does. And he does a lot. And and Portuguese is hard to learn. Yeah, it's not an easy language. No. And And she can speak English, too. And so the fact that he took the time to learn Portuguese, and whether or not she learned English because of him or at school or whatever, the fact that he continues to speak to her in a language that she understands so that there is no miscommunication mm-hmm. comes across in, in what's going on. I mean, there's still some usual 90-day wrinkles thrown in there, but yeah. No, but, yeah. But, yeah, he's he's mm-hmm. he's my fave. But, but yeah. generally speaking on that season, yeah, everybody's having a hard time dealing with the real-life version of their partner. People are getting yeah. some low-key ick, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's, it's like, coming. wow, fuck, I didn't... Why, bro, why are you like this? Yes. Like, they, yeah. Do you think it's a way, a, a kind of a means of self-sabotage to give us a bit of an out? Like sometimes where you think, you know, everything's going so well, I don't trust it. I got to give myself a way to get out. It's like, well, he did this thing or she's this way yeah. and I have to. Oh yeah, Seinfeld, like, Seinfeld she, was notorious for that shit. Like she, she doesn't tear the toilet paper on the dotted line. She tears it where she wants. Oh man, she's, <laughs> she's unhinged. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Seinfeld. Seinfeld was notorious. He had a number of girlfriends over the course of the show where they would do something or they would say something and he would just be like, ugh. There was like a montage of that mm-hmm. in the finale, was there not? She so. had man hands. She was a close talker. Yeah, she was this, she was that. that. Yeah. yeah. That's well, low-key guess what? He's a predator. So. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. I said it. I said what I said. Yeah, well, yeah. I said what I said. <laughs> You're a predator. I mean, is he a predator if he's still with the person he yes. preyed upon? Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Now we would call that grooming. If you're a 38-year-old man picking up your 17-year-old girlfriend from high school, uh, uh, yeah. I don't care how long you were together. You kidnap some 14-year-old girl and you marry her and, you guys, and you've been help- keeping her captive for 20 years, does that give it legitimacy? No. They're still after Roman Polanski. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I've said this to you before, and I believe this to be true. Okay. Your body is smarter than you are. 
Ah, yes. My body never lies. Uh huh. And I, when I feel disgust for someone, it is through my whole body. Yes. Including. <laughs> the Pinocha. <laughs> Do I want it? Yeah. The Pinocha. See. Si? La Pinocha. Mi Pinocha. See. Si. Ella sabe. <laughs> she does. She knows. And so for me, like some people say, oh, that's really petty, blah, blah, blah. But I trust my ick. I trust mm. my gut. I trust my ick. I've gotten ick from people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was getting ick before it was popular. <laughs> before it was a thing. OG ick. OG ick. And I think, you know, when we were meeting a lot of people before the pandemic, when we were meeting potential people to play with right you need to turn up your ick radar because you don't know how people are going to behave once everybody's in a situation where people are vulnerable sure it's much easier to make that call when when you're in a public place with all your clothes on yeah than in a hotel room and naked that's right and you see the way people behave and you're like something's off and most of the time i can nail it down as to why I don't like right, someone. Like they said something or they did something or yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. But sometimes I can't. It's, it's like, you know what? There's just nebulous. something, just something off. Yeah. This smells off. Eee. Like my reptilian brain is yeah. going, uh-uh. uh-uh. No. Is that a thing? Reptilian brain or is that just something? Yeah. It's that just a primitive brain. That's all. Yeah. But is that a thing? You're an anthropologist. Is that yeah, a thing? Not a, br- not a, not a brain apologist. <laughs> no, not a neurologist. A brain apologist. Sorry for the brain. (laughs) So I feel like I would tell people to trust your gut, even if you can't explain it or rationalize Mm. it. Mm -hmm. If there is something that, you know what, it's it's very similar to the fear response. Like there are people, you know, I've been doing jujitsu for a long time Mm -hmm. and I've been teaching self-defense for a long time Mm -hmm. to women. And part of the self-defense mindset that we talk about is, that fear response is often socialized out of women. Sure. It's like, don't be ridiculous. Don't embarrass people. Don't be. So then we'll put ourselves in a situation with someone that we're instinctually afraid of because it goes against social norms to have an elevator door open up and have a man in there that you don't want to get onto an elevator with. And you go, that's fine. I'll take the next one. That's seen as rude. Right. Which means that you're supposed to step into a closed metal into box, a metal box with, with somebody a, yeah. with a man that you're afraid of. Yeah, no, that no. makes that makes no logical sense. Yeah, yeah. So I think with all of that training, I've been like, I'm afraid of this person. I don't know why, but I don't like it, and I don't want to be around this person. This person disgusts me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't like it. Like my former best friends one of her worst boyfriends not right. the, not the horrible boyfriend she's with now no the one two before that right and he literally made my skin crawl yeah and that was before i knew oh, about geez. all the horrible shitty things yeah. he was doing well you knew you just didn't know you know that's right and that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying is that if you feel disgust for someone you may think it's because of the way they chew their food but it may be something else. Mm. And there is a reason that your body is reacting the way it's reacting. So as a woman, I feel like it's better for you to trust that. I can't speak for men. I don't know how if they get the ick too, yeah, I mean, or as, it, as often, or it's as possible. picky. It's not usually related to safety, but there are there are things that... that Maybe it's like fitness to bear your children. Yeah, I don't know. Like, 
somebody's like going to somebody do something and you a lot just, of scabs on their arms. And yeah. Stuff. Or something generally speaking, I think, I mean, in my case, it would probably be something hygiene related, like something. Oh my God. Your son sent you this like YouTube video of, yeah. it was almost like Twitter hall of fame kind of yeah, thing. Like it, was a, it, was a, it was a Reddit facepalm, uh, thing that the videos that are submitted and then this guy commentated over it all yeah. right and you and i had to stop it a couple of times to go what the fuck remember the one guy that was talking about his asshole oh yeah i don't wipe my ass because i'm not gay <laughs> and my girlfriend shames me yeah because because i i don't because it, it my ass smelt in bed and she wanted because to it smells like shit in bed yeah and i told her i'm a real man i'm not gay i don't touch my ass even with toilet paper Real men have skid marks and shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be afraid of it or shouldn't have to apologize or some shit like that. Yeah, ick. yeah, ick. So something hygiene related, like yeah. like what? Well, I don't know. I'm not giving you ideas here. I mean, I don't need any no, ideas. I, no. I still close. It's been five years. I still close the bathroom door. Yeah, no, I know. There's but there's weird stuff like. See, and that's the thing. I have no desire to be disgusted by you. Thank you very much. Mm, well, I, like I, I do we, my best. We we try to we try to drop deuces far away from each other. Yeah. Different days, different cities, <laughs> at least different floors. <laughs> I think that was the hardest thing about being in Spain. Yes, because the bathrooms didn't have fucking doors. They had beaded curtains on them. You're like, this, I, this, and, look, this doesn't even stop me from seeing through it, let and, alone and, smelling or hearing. And no fans. And no fans. We had to run water. <laughs> And turn the TV way up. It's like, turn up the TV. I gotta, <laughs> yeah, I gotta that, do something. In that loft in Seville. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was tough. That was, uh, I mean, it was beautiful. Gorgeous. It was, it it was, was gorgeous. And as long as you didn't use, need to use the bathroom, it was fantastic. <laughs> or, or the upstairs shower where we like, or apparently the, the upstairs shower. We flooded like, the entire building out. The entire complex. Oh my God. Also, if there's any hotel people that are listening to this, Please, please, please stop putting fucking barn doors on your bathroom. Oh, yeah, I know. It's that is it's not it. No, it's not it. It doesn't help. No, make it a pocket door. Don't put a barn door. There's too much space. Please just put a regular door. Well, sometimes it doesn't open open. and close properly. Yes, it does. Space is not big enough. Make it bigger. (laughs) I'll take less closet space so that I can have a door that works on the bathroom. Or at the very, very least, install fans so you can create a diversion. I feel like it's very easy for long-term partners to disgust each other because I think that, and this is this is one thing that Uncle Dan Savage and I disagree on. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Disgusting behavior does not equal intimacy. No, I know. You don't need to watch me pee in order for us to have an intimate relationship. Not at all. Did it ever get to that point in your marriage? Open bathroom door, coming in, brushing teeth, doing other kind of stuff. No, you've always been like that, eh? I've always been like that. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. I, are you kidding? When I was married, I used my bathroom time to steal myself. <laughs> Pep talk yourself into quarterly uh, wifely duties. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, it's gonna be fine. It's twelve minutes beginning to end. You can do this. It's fine. The only thing I would say is that. You need to come up if you're go- if you're dating somebody and you get the ick and you can't recover. Mm. Please don't tell them that that's why you're dumping them. Like, don't tell them is because you disgust me. Because you chew your food too loudly. Because you can't drink without making an insane amount of noise. <laughs> Did you just stop? 
It's funny because we used to, I used to just go, Ugh. we would talk on the phone because we don't live in the same city. And you would be, is that what it is? You don't drink beer anymore while you're on the phone with me? I just don't drink in general when I'm talking to you. Thank you. I'm trying. See, that's very considerate. I'm trying because I don't want you to get the ick about my loud swallowing. I was. I know you were. I was worried about that. <laughs> She's not going to be able to recover from this. I didn't like it. No, I know you didn't. It used to make me angry. Yeah. Like visibly. <laughs> So don't tell them that. Tell them, you know, it's not me, it's you. Mm. <laughs> always. That's what everybody always it's says. It's always you. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. I think it's going to take some time for people. Like, I think you made a really, really good point about how we're just used to the highlight reel of people. Yes. Whether it's their social media feed, their dating profile, FaceTiming people, texting yeah. people. Yeah. People are very different in real life. And well, we then it doesn't help that you've got all these things working against reality in terms of like filters sure even on like facetime calls you can put filters on or snapchat or instagram yeah, you can put filters, you can put on filters now. while you're quote unquote doing Talking. a live yeah. kind of call you can put all these filters in so that it's really tough if 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 they're heavily filtered by the time you meet them in real life you're already miles apart right yeah that's yeah i didn't think of that you can't it's I mean, technology is great, but also it's fantastic. It has kind of fucked our minds up a little bit. Yeah. Where what we expect, yes, of people, mm-hmm. both in the way they look and how they are, and just forgetting that people have little idiosyncrasies. Okay, I do, speaking of idiosyncrasies, okay, I do have to tell the listeners about my brother. Sure. <laughs> so we were someplace where they had hot dogs, and. Uh, <laughs> He had a hot dog, and I got offered one, and I don't normally eat entire hot dogs. Like, yeah, because like, lips no, and assholes you. aren't really your thing. No, not really. And I mean, not for eating. <laughs> Wait, hold on, actually. So he got a hot dog, and he was eating it. I wasn't really paying close attention, but uh, it turns out it was Costco hot dogs, and they looked pretty good. They and are I was delicious. Like, They're all beef, are they not? They are. Yeah. I mean... Still, all, all beef could be any part of the cow, okay, but, right, still, but it's enough. only cow. <laughs> then I was like, you know what? Can I have a bite of that? Because it looks really good. And he was like, yeah, no problem. And I went to take it because I was like, I'll just take, I'll just bite the other end. Sure. Except when I took the hot dog, he had bitten both ends. Stop. He gobbled both knobs? <laughs> <laughs> Is oh he a psychopath? God. That's what I said to him. I was like... <laughs> What kind of psycho eats a hot dog from both ends? Was he lading in and the tramping it by himself? Oh, yeah. I I was like, have have you ever seen anyone do that? I've never seen like even do that. a child. No, never, never. It's the weirdest thing. I mean, I know why he did it. Why? Because the hot dog was bigger than the bun, and so he just wanted to equal it out so that he was always getting bread. He was getting bun and hot dog in every bite, but push it to one side. <laughs> And then just take one big bite. Don't eat both ends like that. I know. Like it was weird. It seemed really weird. And then I was kind of like, oh, now I don't want it because there's like... There's brother cooties on it. <laughs> Ew, gross. Ick. Ew. Ew, David. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now you have to tell me. Yes. Have you ever gotten the ick for a woman? Has a woman, has a woman ever given you the ick? Well, I mean, kind of. I mean, there was a moment, I wouldn't call it ick, but there was the moment when I realized that I didn't want to be married anymore. That's a form of ick, right? Yes, but later, you weren't sure if you didn't want to still have sex with her. 
<laughs> that it came later. Well, yeah, because... So I, mean, I think that's what we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> because there's lots of people who get divorced and still fuck their exes. Yeah, that's true. Or break up and still fuck their exes. Or ask if they can come over for but a hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting in your hot tub. <laughs> but this 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 is about ick where you're like ugh, you're disgusted by this person yeah 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 there was a, there was a chick i was with who sweat a lot at night <laughs> like soaked the sheets yeah seriously yeah and i think it's because she, i mean who knows but i think she she drank a lot of diet coke i feel like the diet coke was the issue but uh- how does that work? I, I don't know. The caffeine. The Oh, okay. All right. The, okay. I don't know. All the aspartame. I don't I don't know. Anytime. I believe it's pronounced aspartame. Aspartame? Really? No, Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> it's fragile. It must be Italian. It's what? Fragile. Fragile. <laughs> I think it's Italian. Escape. Escape. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. How many times did you sleep with this woman? Oh, multiple times. but it oh, wasn't. Wow. But it wasn't until towards the end. Oh, wow. But that was one of those things. It wasn't quite enough to go like, ew, but it was kind of like, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's that. I mean, what about you? Okay. So I was dating this guy and we were at a party with his friends. Okay. And he got pretty drunk, like very okay. drunk. Yeah. And first of all, he's one of the, the, I mean, this was not the first time we went out, but like he was one of these guys. I don't know if any of your friends were like this, but like. You know how when some people drink and it just like oh yeah comes out their pores, uh-huh. mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they just smell like alcohol. Yep. And so that was one thing. Yeah. But this particular night, he was exceptionally drunk, mm. and we went back to his place and we were going to bed, and he walked in the room with a bucket, <laughs> and I was like, "What? What? What's that for?" And he's like, well, "I'm gonna put my puke in it." He's like, "That's if I throw up," and I was like, it, "In the room, like with a." Well, yeah, like sometimes I can't make it. To yeah, the bathroom, you're asleep. So. You don't know you're throwing up. And I was like, ick. <laughs> like the fact that you're that fucked up that you don't even think that you'd be able to. Like, I feel like if you know you're that person, if you know that, you know, you just start vomiting and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, when you ate the wrong edible. Yes. And you were like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to puke. Oh, no. It was the right edible. I just ate way too much of it. It was... There were distribution problems. Yes. You went into the bathroom and you stayed there with your head next to the toilet or in it. Mm -hmm. The water was so cool. The floor was cool. The toilet was was cool. cool. And you just stayed in there. Yes. And I came to comfort you and make sure you were all right. I know now that a cold shower actually would have achieved a lot of what I needed there. Well, you did. We don't know that. That's in, that's a theory. Yeah, we've never actually tried that. No, but I feel like, given my affinity for everything cold, mm. the cold shower probably would have. Yeah, I need something that. to take the chill off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he threw up in that bucket all night long. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Did the bucket have a crack in it? I don't know. It wasn't my house. He I didn't, didn't care. He, it didn't overflow. But this same person also like was staying over his best friend. And his girl and his best friend's girlfriend were out partying one night, and he came to crash at her place. And he got up in the middle of the night and peed in the corner of her bedroom because he was so fucked up, he didn't know where he was. I mean, I think we all have stories like that. It's kind of icky, though. It, like, it is. Like, like bringing a bucket into the room because you know that you're going to mindlessly vomit everywhere is like, ugh. Didn't you marry the guy with the bucket? 
I thought I thought that's who that was. Bucket guy. <laughs> and proceeded to have two children with him. <laughs> Grudgingly. But anyways. But this is not important. Okay, so we're gonna finish up here. We're gonna okay. finish up here with a little game. And the game is called Ick or Stick. Okay. Ick so, meaning no way. Like stick. Like I'm cool. Just sever it. Okay. Okay. Yep. Amber's right. hands got it. Chasing a ping pong ball. <laughs> You don't have any idea where that's going to bounce. I'll stick. That's not going to give me the ache. Okay. I'm going to make me laugh, but yeah. Walking back after your turn in bowling. As opposed to like victory dancing? I don't know. I don't know. That's... Stick. Okay. When they sing the wrong lyrics so confidently and thinks they're right. Stick. Can be endearing sometimes. Okay. Like Starbucks lovers in the uh, in that Taylor Swift song. What? What's that? The Starbucks lovers. All my Starbucks lovers, but it's like star-crossed lovers or something oh. like that. But I swear to God, it sounds like Starbucks lovers. Okay, all right, got yeah. it. When they jumble their words and say, Bleh, I can't talk today. <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to give me the ick. No. That's like people who say, oh, I had a brain fart. You're like, gross. That is gross. Yeah. When they push a pull door. <laughs> no, this just makes me laugh. <laughs> Stick. <laughs> at, at the school for the gifted. <laughs> Him walking angry in flip flops. <laughs> Angrily flipping. <laughs> like you can't be mad and flip. Stomp off in flip flops. <laughs> Stick. Here are some top biggest icks when it comes to dating. Okay. Being too arrogant. Okay. Yeah. I'm just not going to date you then. Being rude to hospitality staff. Yeah, that's no good. Ick. Yeah. Dirty fingernails. Absolutely. Ick. Yeah. Um, a noisy eater. <laughs> like what if somebody. Okay. What if somebody eats with their mouth open? Yeah, no. Chewing with their mouth open. Ick. Ick. Crude jokes. Stick. Really? Yeah. I mean, as long as they're not offensive. Okay. Or mean-spirited offensive. I mean, being offensive is one thing, but if it's... Yeah. Stick. Putting on a baby voice. Ick. Ick. Right away. Right to jail. Uh Uh-uh. It's not cute for men, and it's not cute for women. Ew, no. No, ew, no. No. Being obsessed with the way they look. Okay, like uh, define obsessed. I like, okay, if my only two options are ick or stick, I guess it's ick. But really, I mean, if you're obsessed with the way you look and you look good, then is it a stick? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> How good are we talking? Bad dressers. Uh, I don't think that's an ick. I think that's that, that's an ick for me. That can be rehabilitated, though. Oh, really? A bad dress. Are you gonna tell them? Yeah. Are you gonna tell them? You know, it's not something that's gonna happen right away. Are you gonna tell them? Well, when are you gonna say? Your style gives me the ick. Or maybe let's go shopping and get you a new shirt or and then you slowly rebuild the wardrobe over months and months and months. That's not gonna fly no? with a woman. Okay, ick then. I mean women can do that to men, I think. Ick. If all of your shirts are either from cereal offers or golf, golf tournaments. tournaments you've been to, ick. Bad grammar. Mm. I need to date someone who knows the difference between there, there and there. Okay. And two and two and two. Okay. Or no. And you are, and you are. Y-O-U apostrophe R-E means you are. Y-O-U-R means you're. <laughs> Being obsessed with star signs. Mm, I guess that's going to be an ick. Is that an ick for you? I guess. I, if you're obsessed with it. Like to the point where it's like, oh, this is a really great date. What's your star sign? Oh, no, I can't. I can't with that. I can't date you. Yeah. Ugly feet are an ick for me. Yeah, but ugly feet or unkempt feet? Unkempt ugly feet because ugly feet I hairy mean, toes 
Hairy toes? That's an ick for me. Yeah. It's an ick. Okay. I can't. All right. <laughs> men, <laughs> men with no socks on and short jeans and a nasty veiny ankle. <laughs> a nasty veiny ankle? Watching someone eat and biting the fork. Ooh, yeah. You know what? Fork on teeth noises? No. Mm-mm. No good. Mm-mm. No bueno. If they finish a packet of, of chips and then pour the crumbs into their mouth from the packet. I feel so attacked. <laughs> Fussy eaters. That gives me the ick. You know what? Cheap people give Give me me the the ick. ick. I don't like that either. I I mean, I'm sure you've got friends like this that go to a restaurant and then they order something off the menu and they make 400 changes and five substitutions. It's like, then why'd you even order that? Just order something else. If you want half of the shit on the side and the other half not in it, why even bother? Yeah. Live a little. Oh, oh, you know what gives me the ick? What? Pajamas pajamas like in general or worn Gro- on grown people on grown people yeah yeah <laughs> it was a delightful surprise to find out that you sleep naked too yeah uh, like it's why just, what is it about it pajamas just, ugh, like watching like seeing someone in pajamas just makes me want to like tear at the clothes i'm wearing right now <laughs> it just makes me want to crawl out of my skin slowly strangled all night by your pajamas mm-hmm. yeah no good okay lots of ick we're not sticking with many things unfortunately <laughs> it's maybe it's good that we're both picky that's that's how we, we ended up together there we go yeah yeah guys we're interested in hearing about your icks mm-hmm. we would like we would like to hear about your icks send us a dm or uh comment on our posts about this episode yes and let's hear, uh, let's hear what what's icked you out <laughs> <laughs> listen to your body it doesn't lie that's right thanks for listening everybody thanks everyone go and watch maverick there you go bye